0: I'll be too nervous to. I'm probably lost the words. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Lost of Words Betting Podcast. I'm joined, as ever, by Bradley Tom. Bradley, good evening, Tom. How are we? Yeah, good. It was um, probably a bit of a nearly week last week, wasn't it? it wasn't Wasn't quite what we wanted. Um, yeah. Both both good. had post and obviously Crocker was in the places, dead heat and and post and mm-hmm. placed to a really good final round. But um, yeah, like it just you know when you've had a good win to start, you, you feel a bit deflated when it doesn't quite. You're not in the same action on Sunday, but um, two interesting winners I guess to start the season, Chris Kirk and, and Grayson Murray on the PGA, and then obviously yeah. Fleetwood gets the win in in Europe. I didn't.
1: I'll be honest, I checked out of Europe a little bit early. Um, didn't watch so it. Mine so. was the other way. I just sort of checked out of um the phone open opened or yeah, yeah. just fell asleep. Um but yeah, no, I, I really liked that Dubai Creek and I said there was gonna be drama on that final yeah. hole on yeah. Sunday and yeah, it didn't it didn't fail to deliver there. It's uh Rory going into the water left, fleet we just had to find the fairway pretty much and it was a popular winner. Everyone loves seeing Tommy win that night. So.
0: Yeah, I think I think you called it pretty well last week. Bearing in mind it was a new course to us all, like you sort of said, it'd be a, a more challenging version of what we normally see in the desert, and it certainly played that way. I mean, <laughs> it looked like Rory was going to walk away with it for a good period of time, and then he made that quadruple bogey, didn't he, on the on the yeah. par three eight? I think on was that Friday? It was, it was Friday, wasn't it? I think it was. Uh, yeah, he could have lapped the field honestly. Like
1: he, yeah. he obviously showed a, a bit of rust. Um, but we've seen that. How many times have Rory really should win and he, he doesn't, and that's what puts you off taking him at such like a short yeah, price. Just, even uh, sorry, yeah. I was gonna say even in the the fields like last week, he's stronger this week, and he's the same same price, isn't he? Yeah, I
0: thought that, and then you think, well, okay, he is at least like at least he is a three-time winner, whereas like last yeah. time ten like, consecutive top tens as well. Yeah, yeah. As like well, so. I guess what price can you make up like, protecting, obviously giving away each way value, but like Look. I think it's. I'd much rather take him this week at 3-1 than last week, let's put it yeah, that way. I think the course the unknown, suits
1: him so much better. Yeah,
0: going into the unknown last week, it was a first week back for a while. New course, like you don't know what to expect. And I think, to a certain extent, I mean, look, he deserves to win. Like he, he like, Well, I so say he deserves to win. He should have won. Like he should have
1: won, yeah, 100%.
0: Win, right? um, and like you say, everyone finds that Tommy Fleet would win positive. And look, I think... A lot of people sort of said to me in the comments straight after that, um, you know, Rory threw it away rather than Tommy winning. But what Tommy birdied the last two holes, which I think is all you can ask for when when someone's faltering, him, right? So, um, yeah, yeah I, I think ultimately, yeah, I also it's, think Tommy, Tommy
1: parted really well. I mean, he's yeah. always, and that's always been the worry, right? Like, it's just that he's always been incredible ball striker it's just if yep. the putter works with Fleetwood it's he's, he's very dangerous Patrick, he's yeah. heard that
0: last week. I think I mean the one time last year that I've you know vividly remember him being terrible with the putter was the open um mm. and, and terrible wasn't even it was hard like he wasn't missing short ones he just wasn't making anything like it was yeah. you, d- you didn't make any bonus putts or anything like that um mm. but you know that that is a weakness of his, or certainly the weaker part of his game. Whether it's a weakness overall, is you know to be considered. Um, I think they're all mm. kind of in context, I guess, of, of an elite player. Um, love to see him get a PJ Tour win this season. I think he needs it. Um, oh, it'd be amazing! Um, That's what we're all just, waiting for now, isn't it? Yeah, and I'd really like to see him win like a Riviera or a Bay Hill or something, just like yeah. a quite historical good event for him. Um, mm. I can mean, yeah, see I can see Bay Hill. I mean, yeah, Hatton has had Hill. success there as well. and yeah. two. Usually sharp the same spots, I don't know. Yeah, I think, I think Riff would be really good for him. It just depends. I can't remember exactly how he's played there off the top mm-hmm. of my head, but um, I think that would be a good golf course for him as well. Um, mm. But yeah, more all back to kind of the current times. Then we go to the Dubai Desert Classic, which I think at this point, Brad, we, we know what to expect at this golf course. Um, yeah. Before wide well, open yeah. fairways. You know, the the major defence this week is the wind. Um, mm-hmm. If there isn't any wind, it's going to be, you know, massively under par. And if there is, then you can start sticking towards sort of, I think, was it single digits when Herbert won? Uh, maybe yeah, might... I believe it was, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, have you, I don't know if you've checked out the weather report yet, yeah, Brad. I, 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 I
1: checked um, first round lead. I haven't looked past uh, Thursday and it d- looks a little bit. Um, like the breeze picks up in the afternoon but nothing
0: nothing major no. i don't I don't think we're looking at players getting blown off the course here I think you you pick the no. your guys you're gonna pick anyway and and stick to them um so let's look at the top of the market then. Rory McIlroy comes back in three to one um I don't know what else you kind of do with that it, it is what it is if you like Rory then probably go back in again uh Tyrell Hatton 10 to one Tommy flip with 11 to one and then you've got this plethora of 22 ones which is nikolai Hoygaard. Adrian Moronk, Brian Harman, Cameron Young, and then it's 25 and bigger, the rest. Really mm. good field. Really, first thing we have got to say, like, really, really good field, field yeah. Um, Brian Harman, Cameron Young, Joaquin Neiman, add something that we haven't seen over the last few weeks. Um, yeah, yeah. Really very was, interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, Brian
1: Harman's a really like interesting um, addition as well. Yeah. Uh, I
0: don't, don't know what he's going to be able to do here, but you know you can never rule him out, the guy. He just competes anywhere, doesn't he? <laughs> well, look, if he does get up in the wind, we know he can cope with it. Um, we don't know if he's probably long enough to take advantage of this mm, That's the only that's, issue. Yeah, that's why I'd discount him. Yeah. I guess Cameron Young
1: would be the, the better Cameron fit. Um, mm-hmm. I, I th- yeah, but there's a few problems with him at the moment. I couldn't commit to that price, I don't think. It's
0: weird, isn't uh, it? You had opening 65, closing 64 in Mexico, open was 60, a good number at the RSM. Uh, um, consistency, 64. isn't it? It's just like, struggling. Just, yeah. yeah. Can't do four rounds. Like you finish with a 65 of the century and you're going to take positive from that. But 65 was basically level par that day. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it, I, I never know with Cameron Young. I want him to do well. And I want people like that have been better than him to kind of get some value out of him. But um, I can't get there. yet. But talk to us about your first pick, Brad, that is in this range. Uh, yes. Be- So I've gone
1: for Marunk, Um, obviously he's a Dubai resident. Um, He's shown multiple times, he's very comfortable playing in this part of the world. Uh, He's finished fourth in this event back in 2022. Um, He's also finished third in Qatar, second, fourth and sixth at the Raz, um, seventh at the DP World Tour Championship in Abu Dhabi, uh, eighth at the Dubai Championship. So yeah, desert form in abundance um, in this part of the world. Um, He finished 10th last week, he ranked fifth in ball striking. Uh, I just think that acts as a perfect warm-up coming into this week. The course is going to suit him better. Four par five, drivable par fours, more room off the tee in general for him to let it loose. He's got that, that weapon of a driver. and He hits it long and straight, so it's perfect here. Um, he's going to be on the PJ Tour for the most part this year. Um, he sounds extremely confident from the interviews I've seen that he can make an impact. Um, he's searching for a win. Um, and I feel like a win here in a strong field would be the perfect setup before he does head stateside. And yeah, I just I feel confident backing him at this sort of price. Um, he's he loves to compete with the best. He's shown it before um, that he can win. I mean, what is he now? A three, four time winner. So, yeah, i I've feeling pretty confident on
0: Adrian Moronk this week. I think the thing, interesting thing about is I finished 10th last week and I never actually felt like he was going to win. Um, yeah. And he was just so solid throughout. You know what I mean? Like he, he's always there. I was hoping because I was like, I don't want him to. Um, I thought I haven't
1: had in mind to take him um, this week, so I was like, I hope he doesn't ruin his price um, yeah. with a, like a low round or something.
0: Exactly that. And I think, I think for me, the thing I like about Moronk when you look at his wins, um, Irish Open, pair of 67s to open, closing round 66 to win by three. Australian Open starts with a 73 and then bounce back 66, 63, 66, wins by five. Mm-hmm. Um, Italian Open pretty consistent throughout the week. His his final round was his highest round, but he also won by a stroke. Obviously, he just did enough that week. Um, and then again, the, the Andalusia Masters, like Matthew Schmid obviously had the chance to win there, but Moronk finishing with a pair of 66 on the weekend. Just mm-hmm. just got that kind of winning edge, doesn't he, now, Moronk? Yeah, but, he does. Sort of, you know, that's what comes yeah. with four wins in two years. But it's it's... It's one of those, I think, that he worries you now when he's on leaderboard, and that's what you want from someone that's 22. Exactly, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I feel like you, when you take him now, like when you see him in contention, you feel, oh, well, you've got a chance. He's such a good competitor, and yeah,
0: he's proven that in, in recent years. Yeah, and as you say, bundles of form elsewhere that kind of correlates as well. So mm-hmm. uh, really keen on him. I go a little bit further down. I think there's really interesting um, players in this kind of range and... You know, you have got Scott and Neiman's, and, and Rasmus was really close to me. So that that twenty-five to one range, twenty-eight to one is is really interesting. But I've gone with uh, Thorbjorn Olsson at the thirty-three to one. I just I can't shake this feeling that he's going to win again soon. Uh, mm-hmm. I know he's obviously got his wins since he came back kind of full time, but it just feels like th- this is a player that we're so used to winning with regularity in his you know in his past kind of peak i guess um and it feels like he's coming back to that you look at his course record and that kind of speaks to as well third fifth eighth and seventh here in the past not been as kind of solid over the last two years 35th and uh 16th but Mm. i think he's kicked on again from that and his and his middle eastern form is is very obvious isn't it i mean he's very strong here um he's been second in abu dhabi he has been second in qatar He's been third in Qatar. He's been third in the Dubai Desert Classic here, as I've already mentioned. Um, and the list goes on. Another fifth in this event. He just loves this part of the world. Eighth in Abu Dhabi. Mm. He consistently plays well, and it's consistently here as well. The, the kind of third, yeah. eighth, fifth, seventh. Like it's all, all really positive. So I love and does. I'm pretty sure he based himself out here as well. Yeah. No. No. He's a resident. Yeah. He's yeah. a Dubai resident. Yeah. So I, I just love everything that he's doing. The Ball striking is look, it's not as off the charts as it was in the middle of last season when it was like, you know, absolutely mm-hmm. to a plomb, but it's solid enough. Yeah. Um, and I think he, he like um kind of Moronk some people like that, I think he blew off a lot of cobwebs last week. Mm-hmm. I think you made a fair point before we kind of come on about slightly disappointed with how he finished. He was obviously fourth after the yeah. first two rounds, third going into Sunday and finished with seventy one, but um, I'm okay with that as long as it doesn't continue, do you know what I mean? Like, I think if, if he quickly performs better in contention next time, I, I can put it down to a bit of rust or a new course or whatever. Yeah. If it continues, then, then you obviously start to get concerned. But mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to be the case with Ollison. No,
1: no, I completely agree. And I think he's drifted to that price. 33 is is mm. it's, it's a big price on someone with of, like Ollison's name. You, can, you know he can get over the line. Um, I was on him last week. I just thought the price was too big. As it is again, this week, and yeah, he, he played really He scored really well. I think he putted brilliantly. He was a little bit wayward off the tee, but that's not normally like him, is it? No. He's huge. So I feel as though last week would have been like it's a good start. He was three shots off the lead going into the final round. He'd be disappointed with his finish, but I, I expect him to be a lot better off the tee this week. And yeah, I think again, I didn't get there, but this time around, but I do think at 33 he's, he's great
0: value, really yeah. good value. I think, look, I, I'm going to take the third three, six places, but even if you want to take the 28 and eight places, I think it's still mm. at least enough value um, if you want that extra cushion. Yeah. Last week, I ignored Thurston Lawrence based on his lack of form in Dubai. Um, awesome. And that comes from three missed cuts at this golf course. He played really well, really well again. Um, second place finish. That's now, what, his fourth straight top 11, third, uh, fourth top 10 in five starts three top sevens in that time 54 hole leader in joe um second of the half home my deep about tour like he's been in the mix consistently mm. i haven't got there because of who we're going to come on to next but i think he's an interesting name to kind of talk about yeah
1: he's got to be respected hasn't he like it's not you know when he when he first got his win over the line at um joeberg it was like oh well he needs to prove it and he's he's done that and so much more like he's Fully deserves where he where he is, and he competes and mixes it with the best. And his form, like how he finished a year and how he opened the year last yeah. week, is just super impressive. And yeah, look, I didn't get there either, but uh, I didn't even consider him to be honest this week. No, and no. you know, it's quite quite disrespectful to be honest, because he should be being considered. I um, think it's
0: a fire. I think it's an, I always confused him with. Diego and people. I always used to think he was quite a big hitter and he's not. Like He averages like a little over 300 yards the, the last couple of seasons, 83rd and 73rd in distance. But I think that's potentially why he's missed, like, missed the cuts he has here. I, I think you get rewarded for giving it a good old bash here and that might be what's held him back.
1: Yeah, I agree. I also feel like though so he is constantly getting better though, you know, yeah. each and every year. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if he, or at the same time, did Get in the mix again this week because I do think he's just constantly getting better Absolutely. um yeah but I, I suppose it's a tough grab though um when you see them three missed cuts isn't it yeah um, but
0: but I think that was just how I felt last week I was like look I'm going to put a line for him he, he's because his form is really hard to ignore but his course for or all the yeah. location form was you know on it was flashing up is kind of really disappointing so that's how I kind of justified it there and this time I'm like mm-hmm. a bit more cautious based on last week but um, wouldn't be surprised to see him up there again but enough of people we're not betting, I'll let you introduce both of our second picks this week
1: Yes, so we're both on Laurie Cantor mm. um, and look, I think he'll be very disappointed he missed out um, in a playoff, the Liv's Promotions um, but he did bounce back brilliantly at the Mauritius Open to close out the year, he finished second to Louis um, he came come up a couple of shots short in the end I think and Prior to that, he had a fourth at the Australian Open, so he just finished the year in excellent form. Um, he had some decent results in this part of the world in the past. Um, most importantly, he finished fourth at this course a couple of years ago. It yep. might have been his debut here. Was. Um, he also had a, a fifth at the DP World Tour Championship yep. um, and most recently finished tied second at the Live Promotions event, and he really did throw that away. Um, he should, he should have really, he should really be on live. Um, but anyway, I'm glad he isn't because I do think this DP World Tour is where he belongs. Um, we know his strength lies in his ball striking. Um, he's always had the game to degree, hasn't he? Like what's encouraging is that he looks to be putting a hell of a lot better. He's been gaining strokes putting in his last three appearances. I think he's top 10 in two of those. Um, and yeah, I, I do feel as though, He's been messed around a little while. He's obviously made a hell of a lot of money. He's, yeah. made, he's made like four or five mil, however much it is. And um, His future's been all over the place the um, last year or two. Uh, I do think he's going to benefit from a bit of stability on the DP yeah. World Tour. We all know he's overdue a win. Plenty of chances over the years. Um, his time will come. He's too good not to win. And um, given the way he closed the year, suitability to course, I think he's got to be chanced.
0: Yeah, I think, look, he's definitely, did he throw Yeah, he should have won Wentworth. He should have won that Italian Open when Ross McGowan won. Mm-hmm. Portugal Open, he shot a final around 66 and lost. So it's, uh, Portugal Masters, sorry. So that's not too bad at all. You, you mentioned, obviously, the fourth here, the fifth of the DP World Tour Championship. You can also add in um, former Qatar Masters as well. he have been 12th there. Mm-hmm. I, he just, yeah. I think people when they go to live or wherever else they go and people kind of out of sight, out of mind, forget this was a player that we were really keen on breaking through at some yeah. point. A lot of frustration. Probably similar to someone like a Richard Mansell, I guess. Um but I think maybe a bit more of the complete package. I think Mansell's a bit kind of reliant off the tee. I think uh, Richard
1: Mansell is becoming, could has the potential to become a Laurie Cantor. I mean, yeah. obviously we still haven't seen enough. Then we'll give him a little bit longer. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree. They they sort of seem to be in the same sort of mould of player.
0: That's it. And I think I think it's just a similar thing. that like we both, both we all know that both of them can, you know, offer more, and they haven't. But willing to kind of hope for the best and and see the best of them. So uh, happy with Laurie Cantor. He well, was sixty to one eight places yesterday which oh, i, I know about. Um, 66 to one he opened yeah, yeah. now we're now yeah. taking kind of you know 45 well, you, can, you
1: can take you can take 50 to one six places bet fred alternative
0: yeah. Yeah. alternative
1: yeah. place market which i think i'm happy with yeah, yeah probably this the
0: way to go yeah. yeah um next for me is ewan ferguson who mm-hmm. i think you know Jason obviously spent years talking about how good he was and, and oh, yeah, loved him. Yeah, loved him. Thinks you know he's probably still owed some money by him, still won't let the Oliver Wilson thing go yeah. right. But um, he's just a very good player, isn't he? Very solid, good ball striker. Yeah. Uh, offers so much. I know he probably should have a couple of more wins in his pocket, but when you look at his. Strokes going approach numbers. He's actually first over the last 15 weeks on double tips. Um, ranks of 9th, 5th, 10th, 7th, 1st, 2nd in the Strokes going approach. And, mm-hmm. and obviously T is green strong as well in that period. 14th, ninth, 11th, 2nd and 10th. So ball striking is absolutely there. Um, I think he can win again. I think he can win in this level of field. I think the price at 80 to 1 is pretty generous. Um, 66 to one, if you want a few more places, obviously eight places, don't mind going there, even for the people that obviously want to, probably, you know, protect themselves against some of the top players, really, uh, taking up those places, but, you know, one in Qatar, that was, that was, was it his first win, I think it was, Um, maybe second,
1: Uh, I think, uh, did did the ISPCS it come before, probably not
0: first, but, it was his first, one of the two wins, right, Um, DP World Tour Championship, ninth, so, I think for me, when we're thinking about someone that's proven in a short space of time that he can play in this part of the world, oh yeah, he's another Dubai resident as well. Yeah, so and I like idea. the fact that he's kind of showing that kind of links form that if the wind does get up. We we can mm-hmm. expect some good gold from him. Sixteenth um, in the Qatar Masters prior, uh, you know, following his win as well. So yeah, it, it's fine. He was twenty eighth here on his debut last year. Obviously wants to improve on that, but I think you and Ferguson are plenty capable of, of improving on that mark. Yeah, completely agree. He's a really good bet this week. What is it, 66, sixty-six to one? Eighty-one yeah. 80 five. five. Um, yeah. I think obviously the sixty-six or even seventies in some places, with the extra places, is better. But he's, he's actually drifted a little bit, which is quite yeah, surprising. I, I was surprised. I thought he'd be popular this week. Um, mm. well, certainly like him. Yeah. A couple, couple of players here like. Henny Duplase keeps playing
1: well. Hoshino I like. Hashino is definitely um, someone who I considered because it's just again finished the year strong, and I think he he had some good desert form, doesn't he? Where, where where was it Raz? He showed up. Yes. Um. Yeah. And so yeah, I really I did give Hoshino a good look, um, but didn't get there. Yeah, he could uh-huh. be the dark horse.
0: I think Sweet. they can see him in kind of like the Ash and Wu kind of role. I mean that might be just been generalizing a little bit, but like a they can kind of come here and turn up and spoil the leaderboard a bit. Um, yeah. you know, yeah. he's class in Japan. So uh, Yeah, I think they actually yeah, the best of him for sure. Year. Yeah. yeah. Um Burnt Beesberger, I think, is a really interesting name. I, I really wanted to play him. Mm. I think I need more reason to. He didn't it never really set the world alight light on live. Uh, whether that matters or not we don't know but even at his very best he's 6th, fourth and ninth so it's not like he actually uh, I remember you mentioned in as, as I said to you like he, he could be
1: anything couldn't he yeah. he's like he could really just show up and just contend off the off or I think at the price 110 you can you can you can you can have a go can't you
0: find <laughs> out yeah i think it's just whether we think that Beesberg is going to come back to the player he was prior to you know when he was you know Ryder Cup and things like that i mean Two years ago, he was fifth after 54 holes. Mm. Here. He shot a 76 in the final round. He was seventh after 36 holes last year, and then finished 20th. Uh, he was sixth two years prior to that, he, and then his best finish is obviously a fourth, where he's a first-round leader. He, he's been in the mix a couple of times here. It's just yeah. he wasn't quite for me. I just, <laughs> as
1: you said, I just he was as you, he didn't really light up at live. Hasn't been hasn't really shown enough when he has played on like the Asian tour yeah, yeah, it's, um,
0: yeah it, won't, it didn't appeal to me personally for me like it was just the price i was surprised i thought they would take a massive, massive chance yeah. i yeah. thought they'd go like 66 to one and, and hope you don't bet him sort of thing um yeah, yeah. i was and, asking for it yeah yeah i think they're actually going the other way of yeah go on take him because we don't fancy, <laughs> um which is fair enough and look i get it i think i think but when we talk about like kind of Cancer and samoya and stuff where they showed that form in in the you know live promotions, whatever yeah, people yeah, think cool. of that do you know what I mean like it's enough of a reason to back someone we just haven't got that from Riesberger. Um that's yeah. so that, that's why I kind of went back and forth on him next pick for me this was the one I sent you first it was the one I loved first name I thought he'd be more popular this week um, mm-hmm. Alejandro Del Rey twenty fifth for Dunhill Links, 17th for the Open Dia Spagna 27th for Qatar and then finish you 5th and 7th in South Africa Hasn't played here, but doesn't he? Does he not strike you as the sort of player that would absolutely relish this kind of? Yeah, I
1: think he went to Arizona,
0: so he's yeah. no, he's not dissimilar to uh, desert golf. And, so. and to me, you got the desert golf kind of experience, but also definitely going to relish the fact that you can just absolutely unload on this golf course, right? Yeah, he can, yeah. Yeah. can let go on it. That That's exactly his bread and butter. Mm-hmm. We saw how dangerous he could be in flashes at the US Open before, obviously, struggling and missing the cut in the second round. Um, but I think he'll just look back and go, look, Alvaro Quiros, former winner here, would have done it that sort of way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Spanish players in general have done well. I mean, Quiros and Carrera Bello back-to-back, Sergio in 2017, he's obviously not right. those his ilk. Um, but I think he'll take sort of confidence from that. Then you look at the players like Arnauts who finished third ninth and thirteenth mm. here. Similar sort of again player. He's not as proven as those yet, but no, but God, yeah, he, he's huge. yeah massive potential.
1: Yeah, no, he's an exciting player for sure, and I, I can't, yeah at the price why not I just think
0: he's a sort of player like you look and like Julian Brun finished he
1: he gets off to a fast start as well that Rey, doesn't he so he could be one if you like him yeah um to to take first round leader as well
0: I think people just take this really quickly Brun fifth last year Angel Hidalgo eighth last year um I think if the course suits it doesn't take you long to figure it out like I think it's pretty (laughs) straightforward you just going playing a lot of
1: a lot of players have come on holiday and played this course as well. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you know? uh, so it's uh, so yeah, I love Del Rey. I think I think he, he's got plenty to offer going forward. One of those I guess like you think about kind of like a Nick Backham come out and actually lived up to the hype pretty quickly. Um yeah. and maybe delray has got that to prove still but we've already talked about Canter Fourth on Debut. I've just listed up another players that have, that have done really well on Debut and I think he can follow in those footsteps. I was really encouraged by the Hidalgo last year. The, the Spanish links of, you know, mm. uh, Arnau and Queiroz and people like that, that have played well in the past or won. So um, Alejandro Del Rey, that was for me. And I just like you look at his best finishes as well. Um, just just strikes me as someone that can kind of turn up and and play well. Yeah. I know a lot of it's been kind of South African, but even in like Dunhill Links and Irish Open, showing a little bit of kind of um, wind resistance and. Yeah, mm-hmm. just just think there's something there with him, twenty-seventh and a guitar master, as I said earlier. So um, enough to, to suggest he can do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Final final pick for both of us. Again, another one that we agree on. Um, Brad yes. uh, introducing. Um so how
1: Tom Lee and I just think this is an absolute must this week in the triple digit range. Um, previous winner here. We know he has no fear of mixing it with the best players in the world. He's not the same player, the force, as he was back then, but he has been putting a lot of work in Dubai off-season, and it, it showed last week. He, he finished tied 14th and was eighth in the field for ball striking. Interestingly, ranked fifth for driving distance, um, so he might have added a bit of extra distance. I mean, he's never been short, but yeah, you know, that did catch my eye. Um, it will certainly come in handy here, if he has. Um, but yeah, he, he's, he's one of them, isn't he? He could quite easily finish dead last. Um, that's the kind of volatility we've seen from Tong Li in recent years. I think he's more than worth the gamble, though. The upside's massive. We know he's capable. If he gets in contention, he can win. Um, and after his bull striking display last week and previous at the course, it's, it's, just, a, it's just a no-brainer at the price and yeah like Del Rey, I think he's also worth a punt in the first round leader market yeah. um goes out early gets the best of the conditions um and yeah he has plenty of previous of starting fast
0: so yeah I, I like it I like him a lot I think the point of I mean House on Lee was terrible last year right there's no there's no getting away from it. I <laughs> think he basically missed almost every cut um or withdrew basically every event I think he had a 31st in Japan and a made cutting career and then that was it but the fact he's bounced back to that 14th place finish i just he just cast my mind back to the european open where he was 18th and then won the following start of the bmw international Open. we just we just know he's that type of player isn't he if he shows something yeah. keep an eye on him like even at the Dubai right. days, this event obviously in 2022 he finished 32nd there then goes and finishes third at the yeah. raz al obviously a bit of an enigma obviously someone you struggle to trust but here he just seems to have loved it 39th on debut nothing to Scream home about but obviously then wins beating Roy McIlroy. He then, the following year on his defence, he was second after 54 holes, couldn't quite hold on. And then, even two years ago, when he was out of form, 30 seconds. So, that with the ball striking, as you mentioned, yeah. I couldn't, couldn't overlook him. Uh, it'll be one of those if he doesn't play well, you don't need to look at him again. For yeah, this, exactly. it doesn't matter. I mean, at that price, you just get on with it, don't you? It's, yeah. it's but you
1: just got to take him though. I mean, as you said, the Porsche European Open. Yeah. Tight A team followed it up bmw international open first you know all it, he has to do is show a little bit of something yeah you know, and he he's one of them isn't he he's, he's trendy um and uh yeah uh, he's an absolute must if he does look it's one of them if he doesn't
0: do it he doesn't do it but he's you've got to take him this week it, he's the player in the field that if he won you'd feel like an idiot for not taking him you'd like, feel like an absolute tip yeah. you'd be like okay you played really well last week you know, ball I
1: previous like, winner ball striking yeah. was good
0: but why, why have i not taken him yeah. look he was he was 300 times away from him, which was absolutely ridiculous he's obviously settled oh, i missed uh, that i missed that yeah, i got 250 yeah. and
1: 175 so, yeah but he's, he's still coming what is he you can get 140 to one with labrox if you boosted from 125 to one with eight places or you could take 160 to one five places better 365 yeah. so i'll take the eight places at 140 if you can get that boost with Lab yeah.
0: even like as long as it as long as it's eight places and triple digits i like it oh. I, I think i think it's huge i mean i think he's still 125 to one eight places with coral as well so it's mm. it yeah i like it I, I think he's good and i think it would be silly like my first initial reaction was oh i don't want to bet him now he's gone from 300 to one or whatever but that was a kind of a wrong price and then you just kind yeah. of slide into the right one now um one I will just mention Jesper Svensson someone I've flagged as um kind of a one to watch this year which is not you had, yeah not bold is it but um he was second in the South African Open big, big enough hitter I think that can actually go well here so not entirely sure what he's going to do around this part of the world but we will soon find out
1: I've got um, one more as well cool. I'd just like to add um so um Joshua gramerville Wood yeah. who if you remember he he was in contention at the Qatar Masters, ended up finished tied sixth. So yeah, he's recently switched his nationality from English to United Arab Emirates. Interesting. Um, yeah, where he's been brought up most of his life. So by doing that, he's now the highest ranked player, and I think he's invited <laughs> into all events into this part of the world, which is a, a smart play from him. Clever. Um, yeah, but yeah, he was in contention um, at Qatar, finished sixth. Um, he closed out the year, tied twelfth, finish. At the Saudi Open, which is another strong field on the Asian Tour. Um, he was runner up at the Abu Dhabi Challenge on the Challenge Tour last year. I was on him that week at a massive price. I think it was 250, 300 to 1. Yeah, um, yeah he has bags of form in this part of the world, which you can expect because he's been brought up here. Um, and he could he could come out hot, as he has done in the past. Um, he'll no doubt know the course like the back of his hand. Um, I like him for first round leader. I think he can get 200 to 1 and top 40. Five to one. So yeah, that's a
0: little add on there. Yep. Love that shout. There's there's so much uh release and form him, which absolutely no surprise considering everything you just list off there. So love that. Let's go to the Amex. Um slightly shorter amount of time on this one. But Scotty Scheffler the eleven two favourite, Patrick Cantley ten to one, Xander lay twelve to one, Sun James twenty to one, Tom Kim and Justin Thomas twenty five to one. Um any shouts on the the absolute favorites in Scheffler, Cantley and Schaffley before we get into the next bits?
1: Uh I honestly I I think Scheffler, you I I had no interest uh because I feel like you're going to have obviously the ball is off the charts but you're going to have to need to make the putts. um don't think it's the best surface but Cantley and Schaffley I gave a, a massive think about whether to take one of them. Um, um, I think Cantlay was the one I was most closest to. Obviously, his form, his desert form and uncorrelated courses as well, it's just really good. And he's so overdue a win. Uh, He didn't get his win last year, and I think he will want to get on the board early. I think I've said this before um, Mm -hmm. on a previous podcast that I do feel as though he is going to get a win early on into the season. Mm -hmm. It could well come here. I hope not because... Did decide against it, Um but I mean, at ten to one, is it best best you can get? Yeah. It, it, it is a tough grab, and when you're in a birdie fest like this, it's you just feel as though you you can take, you can look a bit, you can look further down the build. It, I, I, did, I didn't feel right taking the ten to one as much as there was a part of me like this is the right thing to do, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I ignored that part of me, and yeah, I went further down in the end. But I do think Cantlay is probably the the man to beat. He's the one I'm fearing the most.
0: There's two trains of thought, right? Like is, is you need an elite player to set up that amount of birdies to give yourself that many opportunities. And yes, OK, it will come down to the passing contest. But the people that give themselves the most opportunities are ultimately going to get the win, um, mm-hmm. which would be Cantlay, Choffelet, Schaeffler. Um There's also the kind of randomness to it of who's won here in the past and that worries people and everyone thinks you almost have to go for a long shot I I would say if you look at the last six years or whatever it's been Hudson Swafford beating Adam Hadwin John Rahm beats Andrew Landry so he's got an elite player there Adam Long beats Phil Mickelson by a stroke if that's Mickelson's name in there Answer's mm-hmm. name instead of Landry Cantlay's name instead of well I mean Siwu's big enough name as he is but Cantlay instead of Siwu there and then John Rahm again last year, all of a sudden you're looking and go, actually, you probably do need one from the top. Um, and I, I guess that Sun Sun. that's brings pretty nicely onto who we're going to go for. Both mm-hmm. on the same one. I agonized a bit over this because I think the, the two in the market, Sung Jay and, and Tom Kim, are, are obviously. I like,
1: I like both yeah, of them. Yeah. Tough, I like tough them. to split,
0: and I, I do understand the Tom Kim shouts, but going to go with Sung Jay. I, th- I think for me, it was just the level of consistency he's had here 12th, mm-hmm. 10th, 12th. Eleventh, eighteenth in a in an event we're saying is so volatile. That's an incredible run of results. Thirty six hole leader um, a couple of years ago, I believe he was. um yep. maybe three years ago. And it's to me that level of consistency in an event where it's hard to be consistent is actually really admirable. You then look at the fact that he was fifth at the Century, despite making the most birdies ever in a PJ Tour event. Um, 12th at the Zozo, second in Korea where he obviously should have won, uh, losing the playoff there. It's, if we're talking about overdue players, just talking about can they there? Sung is definitely overdue a win, isn't Even he? more so, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. No, you, I agree. What would you I, add to uh, Sung
1: jae No, no I just, look, he loves a birdie fest, doesn't he? As you just said, he's so overdue a win what is it now, been two years, I think now. Three years, um, probably this year, Three, yeah, Jesus. But yeah, he, he, he finished the, the year in much better form, as you said. Come back strong at the Century. It's a great spot for him, as you said, like consistency here over the years has been brilliant. Um, It's obviously, he's won in the desert before, Shriners. Um, uh, has a fourth and sixth at TPC Sawgrass, which is now a Pete Dye design. I mean, he, I don't know what more to say. Like. He's, Last last week, well, no, two weeks ago, he obviously uh, at the Century, as you said, record number of birdies. He had too many mistakes. Ultimately cost him his ball striking wasn't at his usual standard. But, yeah, it improved massively in the final round. And he closed with 63, and he's, he can bring that momentum into this week. You want, he'll want to get a, a win on the board, as does Cantlay, as does a few other people early on into the season. So he'll be heavily motivated. And I've just seen um, a pretty good price for him, Tom um yeah. on on bet fred i think he's at 22 to one six places
0: so yeah, uh, yeah. I, and i think that you like you like those extra places and i can absolutely there'll be plenty of people that go why are you taking Sanjay and we can take tom kim tom kim wins more recently and basically a similar sort of player birdie fest types but just whereas tom kim's come out the gates and won a lot already it almost feels like he's got to regress at some point and Sanjay's just Bubbling under there is this really consistent player. That I think it's just got to win at some point. And that's that yeah, cent- certainly a feel thing for me with Sunday at the moment. Is is picking mm-hmm. up the other two? But I completely understand people going for. There's definitely a, an argument to just take both of them at the top. Um, you could quite easily. I was tempted as well. Yeah. yeah, and I think you look at kind of Justin Thomas and Sam Burns and Tony Finau and all those kind of players in this range. I think you could even put Jason Day in there um, as mm-hmm. players that are really high quality players that. 25 to 40 to 1. It's a really interesting event. Um, I'll kind of skip that range in the end. But give us your second pick for the week.
1: Yeah, so I've gone JT Poston again. uh, 33 to 1, six places, I think is the best about now. Um, Yeah, he was heavily fancied last week by both of us um, and by a lot of other people. He, He placed, finished it. I don't think it's time to jump off. Um, this guy continues to impress. He didn't have his best stuff at the Sony Open, but yeah, he still managed to pull off sixth place uh, thanks to that closing round of 61. Um, he will look to bring that momentum into this week. He's a decent record here, twice in contention. Um, last year he finished sixth, and back in uh, 2019 he finished seventh. Yep. Um, finished the year in great form and he's come back even stronger it definitely feels as though he's he's leveled up I keep saying to you in recent months and if he keeps knocking on the door with these performances surely a win can't be far away Um, he loves the desert he loves the Burley
0: Fest Um, just got to keep riding with JT I feel yeah I do genuinely believe that JT Poston is just Webb Simpson reincarnated and I think they'll have a very similar career like wouldn't surprise me if, if Paul Sawyer went and carried his bag at one point. He he beat Webb, didn't he, by one stroke to win the Windham, which we know Webb absolutely loves. Named his kid after a, Yeah. You, you look at Webb Simpson's career, seven P.J. Tour wins with that US Open win and the players obviously being the, the highlights. Do I think JT Poston gets seven wins? Yes, I do. Do I think JT Poston wins a US Open? Probably not could he nick a players potentially like i think he's that type of player that could go and do something like that i know that Webb's obviously lost five playoffs as well so he could you know easily be a 10 12 time winner Mm -hmm. Uh, but it just strikes me as a very similar player i just i just think similar skill set really when they get hot can make a ton of birdies can get in Mm -hmm. contention does well when they're in contention um we're talking about Webb Simpson's has obviously been fourth in the world. at points and oh, at one point yeah well, he's know, still a young man JT Post he's 30 years old so yeah. it's not. Oh, yeah. who knows? I love I love that you reference him as a young man because I feel old oh, so well, as yeah, um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm older than him <laughs> yeah. Just. Um, just. but yeah look it, I was very keen on him last week it'd be very it would hurt me a little bit if he won this week but I think for me the only reason I didn't go there is I, I just felt like the the final round kind of painted over a couple of cracks last week but if he does mm-hmm. that like talking about your point of kind of levelling up like if he's finishing sixth when he doesn't have the complete package because he finishes the final well, that's, it, by that's the way you i'm know. looking at it. Yeah. yeah that's the level of player we're dealing with now is is it's pretty impressive so yeah love jay-z boson we know he knows how to win he's done it a couple of times in in recent years and um, I don't see any reason why not. So, strikes me as the sort of event he could win as well. Would fit in really well with the list of winners, wouldn't he? He would. Uh, yeah. Next for me, Taylor Montgomery is fifty to one with eight places. Mm-hmm. Took me a lot to, to go with Taylor Montgomery. Not, not someone I've been a fan of really. I, I felt like he was. I mean, he was really impressive when he came off the Corn Ferry Tour. He was really impressive on the Corn Ferry Tour, and I just felt like he was quite limited and it was a lot of putting and you know yeah. eventually got caught outright but that's needless to say when you look at his finishes two best finishes on the pga tour third at the fortinet california fifth here last year two california events then goes to the uh, tory pines 11th all of a sudden we're talking about a player's got three top 11s on the PJ tour in california um it's very clear where he likes he plays well at sony's play well at the Mayakoba uh so he loves this time of year he's played well in sony both years i think that's a that's a huge plus Shrine is he was 15th all of a sudden looking at it going like this is actually right up his street yeah pete died designed. i finished 44th on his players debiano 44th is again nothing to massively write home about be at a third mm-hmm. round 66 there and then kind of fell away with a final round 76 and the thing that really impressed me with montgomery that, that kind of stood out like, I will say, I don't know how you feel, Brad. Are you slightly worried about the strokes gain numbers last week? What, as in his strokes gain uh, numbers? No, just everyone's, like at Sony. Cause the only, oh, right. The only thing that concerned me, like I was watching like Shot Tracker, and right. it would show that my player went fifty yards backwards, and then all of a sudden he made a par. And I don't, mm-hmm. so I don't know if it was just Shot Tracker, like the app playing up, and all the strokes gain numbers okay. are absolutely like fine. Yeah. Oh, no, I haven't
1: really. No, I, I haven't really been. Um... Maybe
0: I've just been a bit naive and not really noticed. I don't know, but th- but to be fair, when you look at the numbers, like Chris Kirk uh, led strokes gain approach, which is not hard to believe the way he's been playing. Akshay yeah. he was here was sixth. K-3 Montgomery was, was sixth. second, wasn't he? Yes. So th- this brings up a point. So if it was accurate, then he was second in strokes gain approach, um, yeah. and he was 10th in tee to green, which is massive for Montgomery. I think if he can
1: couple I that, always, a, exactly massive. that, mate. Yeah, um, massive. Yeah.
0: So that is my only kind of disclaimer: is is it accurate? If it is, and as no no one's saying it isn't, um, it could just be shot track of the actual. Accurate. Oh, funnily it
1: enough, he had a pretty good week on approach at the RSM Classic as it exactly. closed the year. Yeah. So
0: yeah. it could just be repeatable, right? And I think oh, yeah, it could well the, be. The eighth there with a fine round 63 coming into the Sony Open reopens up 64 uh, 68 and he's fourth or two rounds. I think Montgomery is yeah, it's just it's his time of is, year. He loves
1: this time of year for whatever reason it, yeah. i was on him i was on him last week it was a hundred to one and I, I really really liked him and he did well he was there like for two rounds you know going into the week and he had that slow round three um where he shot 69 sort of, our of contention but he had an off week with the putter, which is like what <laughs> you know, when you're, you're having a week where you're that good on approach but you have a off week with the putter. it's like you know, he it wasn't meant to be But yeah, God, I like him again this week. It's got to be said. Like, how can you? It's it's all that. If you can't, you can't not stick with him really. If his his approach numbers are like that, you just got. You could just have He could have his good putting week like he usually does and start
0: sinking birdies, and that'd be going his fifth last week. you go like actually on his Wikipedia page, like Harry Hall was his teammate in Vegas, and he said that he's always been a great chipper and a putter, but he struggled to get the ball to the green during that time. Um, had to play two iron off the tee basically, um, so couldn't really qualify for the team. That's going to delay his progression massively. Um, yeah, then it just seems to be that he found a level that could get him as a professional. Didn't win on the Corn Ferry, but lost in the playoff, and then was obviously consistent to get onto the PJ Tour. The one mm-hmm. time he's won a professional event, Long Beach Open um, in California, Wh- whatever that means, I, I don't know. It, it's not an event where you know, these absolute yeah. superstars win it, but Kevin Niles won it in the past. Um, yeah. you know, Michael, Michael Psaki yeah. won it last year. It's, it's an yeah. event where um, people do turn up and play some decent golf. So, yeah. And that coupled with his California form in general, where his career and his early years form, plus the ball striking... If it's completely believable, which it looks like it is, mm-hmm. uh, really caught my eye. So I think Montgomery half the price obviously what you identified him as last week, which was but well, I think it's justified. Yes. Yeah, yeah, justified for, for the reasons you say. Yeah, yeah. So insights about that, I had to stick with Adam Hadwin, um, sixty to mm-hmm. one. I, I can understand why people wouldn't, but you know, people you know, probably think it's too good to be true. He's going to keep on the form here. 48th on his debut, then went 6th, 2nd, 3rd, 2nd. He had a 59 in that period somewhere. Um, then 32nd, 25th, and 18th the last three years here. So you could argue that the, the bubble has burst um, since. All I would say is that the consistency to keep coming back around here, keep finishing high up is really attractive. And yeah, just got off to a decent start to the season, hasn't he? You know, he was a 54-hole leader at the Shriners, finished 2nd. Uh, 66 and 64 at the Century. He was 7th uh, in strokes game approach at the start of last week and still missed the cut. Never plays well in the Sony, ever. Like, he either doesn't play it or doesn't play well. So the fact that he struggled that's there does not bother me one yeah. bit. Um, so that's discount pricing him there now. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Like, you get, you're get second at the Shrine the well Rose fish for leader, 14th in the Century that doesn't suit him at all, really, um, and shoots 66 and 64 there to blow the cobwebs away. And then opens with a 67. Like, I think the best finish he's probably had there is like 40-something or 50th. Like, he's been pretty absent at the Sony Open, not even played it most of the time. So, I like the fact that he's kind of prepared in that way and, and hit the ball decently well in the first round. So, pretty confident about Adam Hadwin. And I think, as yeah. you said, discounted price because he's had that missed cut that I it's also nice. think doesn't really matter. Um, no. Obviously, he could be completely wrong and he misses the cut again, but I would be surprised. So, mm-hmm. 50 to 1 with all the kind of eight places is, is generally what's available uh, but 60 to 1 if you want to just have a shot at him kind of winning
1: mm-hmm.
0: I like it final pick for me or final couple of picks for me um, I realise I didn't write down one of them to you um, what exciting who's it going to be <laughs> Akshay Batia, 60 to 1 eight places love it really excited about Batia. really really excited about him um it's impossible to say that he's not green at this point, still only 21 years of age, but he's already won the Barracuda in California, not the lowest low-scoring event. Uh, he has played there a couple of times, missed the cut, he was 17, 18 years old, so not worried about it. He wasn't even old enough to be on the Tour, even though he qualified. Um, already won on the Corn Ferry, already won on the PGA. He's got second and fourth place finishes on the PGA Tour in addition to that win. He missed his two cuts directly after that win, but since then, eight straight weekends made. Obviously, one of those is a century, so can't miss the cut there. Um, Mm -hmm. Top 14 in back-to-back weeks in Hawaii. He was second going into the final round of the century, wasn't he? He was in the final group. was disappointing, but that's a massively different experience to winning the Barracuda. Um, Mm -hmm. And then Cozen plays pretty well last week. Another top 15 finish with a 64 mixed in there. Born in California, won there in 2023. Ninth at the Safeway Open, which is now the Fortinet. Potentially a really elite player, actually Batia. Yeah. I think we're getting 66 to one about him, or 60 to one in some places, about Batia because he's had those couple of miscuts as basically a child. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think he's he's developed massively since yeah. then, hasn't he? Yeah. Um he's got that kind of broomstick putter now has not he that people he has. At, but it's effective yeah. for him um still looks like he would get fr- blown over by a breath of wind um <laughs> it really makes, does doesn't it which but maybe there's nothing of him yeah which might be why I couldn't do four rounds in the sony he might have just got blown around a bit um <laughs> imagine he aches a bit after a long couple of days in the wind um hmm. but yeah patsia but back in california it's weird cuz i think he lives in like north carolina now he's not hung around in um california no. but yeah, no, just, boy heart.
1: yeah just love
0: what he's done so far in a very short period of time and I th- look he's doubled the price of what we've been betting him at um in recent months I know that that in- it comes with the territory of Scheffler, Cantlay, Shoffelay, Thomas, him, mm. Kib, Day, Fina whatever but I don't think that bothers him I think he's naive enough if that's you know in a, in a positive sense that he just thinks he can go and beat them.
1: Yeah, and I think the century was probably the point where everyone was like, "Holy crap, he's actually doing it in a field of like, yeah. like one of the best players," you know, like and he hadn't seen that course before. Like, it, was, it was fantastic. So he obviously didn't finish strong, but what, how much self belief can he take from that? Like, it's brilliant. So, yeah, massive future. I was also on my short list this week. Really liked him, um, didn't get there.
0: But yeah. yeah, and I ju- look. I just think, like you said, there. He's proven to the very best players in the world that he can compete with them and that's just huge. Uh didn't oh, I have listened to like, Spieth, um and I think
1: of some oh, I'm trying to think who else. But I, I definitely remember Speef interview. I
0: think he played with him, he was just so impressed with him like, just, like yeah. his whole game. Um It's good. I think he's I think he's a top, top player and really excited about him. And then yeah. the final one for me, Eric Van Royen. Um tied sit in the opposite field event last year at the Barracuda, obviously where uh, Actually, Gutierre won and that kickstarted a really improved part of his game. Eight for Kranz, 16 for the Irish Open, three more mm. top 20s in a row on the PJ Tour before then winning in Mexico. Finished sixth here last year and yes that was a 62 in the final round but that was on the mm. course he's going to play twice this week. Um, yeah. And since winning, since winning in Mexico he's been 32nd in South Africa um, and then 22nd and 52nd in Hawaii to start the year but Two rounds of 65 at the century. And then last week, it was just a really cold putter. 10th in approach, 27th tee to green. I think this is a perfect type of event for Van Rooy. He's proven that over the years in the in a couple of the events that he's won, hasn't he? Um, yeah. What what he wants, and this is it. Um, yeah, he can go seriously low. Seriously just, low. I think that's just what he gets excited about, isn't it? Like He got 50 points in that Barracuda when he won it in 2021. Shoots 27 under to win uh, the worldwide technology championship one mm-hmm. scandinavian at 19 under um yeah i think this is just in his wheelhouse i think even the playoff that he lost to cyril hatton in turkey that was 20 under as well so he needs these kind of low scoring events one on change try 18 mm-hmm. under so yeah i absolutely love eric van Royen. love it over to you for the big bomb of the week.
1: Final bomb. Yeah. I, I thought this might be a bit under the radar this week, but he looks pretty popular. Um he ma- he managed to keep his PGA tour card. And let me actually reveal before I actually get into <laughs> it who it is, that might be a good start. Sorry about that. It is Harrison Endicott. Yep. Uh, and I think the best price at the moment is two hundred to 10 yep. places. But yeah. He um keeps his PGA tour card thanks to a really impressive performance at the PGA Tour uh, Q School. Uh, he won by four shots. And what I thought was worth noting was the two courses that he played at Q School were Dyes Valley Course and Sawgrass Country Club. They were Both Pete Dye designed. Um, so yeah, that certainly caught the eye. Yeah. Um, he didn't really have much to shout about last year, um, but there were moments where you can see um, some potential. He was second going into the weekend at the Sanderson Farms. Finished 28th. Um, he was sixth going into the weekend at the bar in Nelson, finished 50th. Um, he finished 12th at the Fortinet, 12th at the Canadian Open, and 10th at the Bermuda. Um, I think there's some good performances there. It's obviously, it's, it's always about how you finish tournament off, but certainly some promising um, performances. Um, there's, the first season's always the toughest, isn't it? He's, yeah. He grinded, got his card back, and I think he'll be better prepared this time around. Uh, he's a very talented um, player. Um, this event was one of the spots he showed up last year. He finished 22nd. Um, he carded three rounds, 67 or better. Um, it's his first event since he was medalist at the Q School. So I feel as though he'll be raring to go, full of confidence. And yeah, I think he looks a lively long shot this week. Um, I did manage to snag 500 to 1, eight places on Monday. Um, but I do, as I said um, to my subscribers, I said 200 to 1 or bigger is is fine with me so and that is what he is right now so
0: yeah i think, he's- I, I, think I think maybe the it's one of those just low opportunity costs right like we we know he's capable of going low he as you said he was second after third six hours at sands and farms kick off the year made the kind of the shrine as his low scoring event and again like i just love the fact it's similar to kind of what's about batia and stuff like that you look at early points of their career he's two two of his top seven finishes and two of his top three PJ tour finishes have been in california 12th and net, 22nd here uh yeah. i think that's huge like i think it, it's either the time of year or just loves playing this part of the world yeah uh, definitely worth noting it's just it's just important i think to, to keep a note of that so yeah i absolutely love that i know he's obviously for some people that he's gone from 500 to 250, not going to want to do it but you have to Still weigh up whether, fine, yeah. like, you have to weigh up, do I want to miss out on someone because they were bigger before, isn't it? It's really tough mm. to, to kind of weigh up in your head. Also, it
1: doesn't help that our um, good friend of the pod, Ben Coley, um, puts it off as well. Then the price
0: gets really hammered, doesn't it? Yeah. But even here, I think he put him up at three hundred, and you're right. Like I think there was a, already mm. a drop in the. There was the a drop. Probably your fault. So. I don't know. After this, I think you're just naming names. Like, I think I've, I'm really happy with the collection of players I've got. Mm. Uh, but I think... I've got, I've got one more got... little cheeky one if you want it.
1: Go. Um, so, yeah, Chan Kim. Yeah. Um, obviously got his card last year. Um, I felt like last week it was a big one for him because he's, um, he um got brought up in Hawaii. He had a lot of press on him. Um, but he actually, he, he missed the cup by one shot. He opened up... Um, with a really poor round and he, he left himself at work. So I think it was 75 and th- then he responded with a 64. Um, and yeah, he hasn't played in this event before, I don't think. Um, but what I liked was the fact that he's um, he's based in Arizona. Now he went to university in Arizona. So I think he's going to be quite equipped for these kind of courses, you know, these desert, desert type of courses, like easy scoring, which they see a lot of in Arizona. Um, and I just feel as though not to win but maybe a placement bet on him like a top 40 possibly a top 20. Um, Chan Kim's a top player whatever tour he's gone on he's conquered yeah. Um, uh, I feel like he will at some point he might start off slow he might take a while to get to grips with but once he does he will he will he will contend this year I'm um, um, pretty certain of that um but i love the way he responded last week as i said i think it was a bit difficult for him with all the press on him um because i mean that he was the, the the hawaii man yeah. they're like the highest rated you know <laughs> um new guy on tour he's got great personality i love listening to him um and i just feel he could be a sneaky play this week so, uh, I'm gonna,
0: gonna i think as well like everyone had him as like the person that was going to win the Cornbury Tour, right? Like, everyone was like, he's going to go there, he's going to tear it up. He was like, I don't know, what it was like 10 to 1 favourite or whatever to, to win the, cor- for like the Cornbury oh, Tour yeah. rankings. Like, everyone loved him for that. And he got off to a disappointing start, I think it's fair to say. But then his class just shows through back to back wins uh, at the Magnus. That's Magnus. all he had do, yeah.
1: He just did it in two weeks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, a, it's, it's strange, isn't it? It's, it's like almost, I guess, but like, I don't think people get like leeway. Like, he's, you know, He's, you know this player that has been playing in Japan for however long I know he's obviously got the American won, won uh, the Japan won the Japan tour which is no yeah. easy feat uh, I know he is American but he was born in obviously South Korea he's then gone to Japan yeah. uh, well, been every,
1: then, he's,
0: he's been oh, everywhere yeah. I mean he's Canada he, he's never he's never settled in one place I mean obviously yeah. he did Japan he won eight times there but like it he never, but like, professionally, he's always had to kind of go back and forth. And mm-hmm. yeah, look, this is a guy eleventh in the Open Championship, twenty-third in the PGA Championship. Um, you know, electric on the Japan Tour. So, yeah, I, I do like that shot a lot. One mm-hmm. player for me who I I give an awful lot of shit to, um, and I always think he's too short in the betting. Prediction designed out. Yeah, I, I, I could have it. <laughs> for one time, I think he's the right price. Yeah. He's, he's 125 to 1. He finished 11th in his second start here last year. He was third after 54 holes, shot 62 on um, Saturday, which I'm assuming was one of the easier courses, right? But he was sixth at the Samson Farms. Uh, he made the cut the following week at the Shriners, fine around 66 there. Finishes off strongly in South Africa, which you'd obviously expect, right? Like him finishing 9th, 17th, and 3rd in South Africa is expected. It's nothing beyond expectation. But kicks off the year with that sixth at the Sands and Farms and I just think this is the perfect event for him if he's ever going to win anything it's going to be this kind of wedge fest bird fest (laughs) type thing I don't think he's I think people think he's this grinder because obviously how they played at Bay Hill that he's going to go on and kind of um, you know win really tough events I don't think he's that I think this is right in his wheelhouse
1: yeah
0: So for one time, I I didn't go there. I still might kind of in the the exchanges and things like that. Uh, I I think this could be right up between the house this week.
1: Yeah, I like it. I think it's a big price, And he did, uh, although he was quite well fancied in um, um, the South African swing towards the end of the year, he still played quite well, didn't he?
0: I mean, like third in the Alfred Dunhill. I know that's expected of him, but it's still a big performance. Ninth for the Joburg, um, eighth going into the final round sixth mm-hmm. after round one at SA Open and it's just it's just encouraged by that sixth at the Shriners like inside the top 10 all week and the 11th here last year third after 54 holes and even on his debut he was 40th um yeah. I think he opened up with a 66 on day one there so yeah really um, like his own now how
1: um, about how about our, um Sam Stevens after last week? I was I literally know. I was shitting myself <laughs> and that like, oh, time to give up on Sam Stevens? No, 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 no. no. And I was like, <laughs> don't you dare.
0: Um, the no, other he one, you shit, he
1: shit would, out in the
0: final round. Bless him. One that would concern me is Matty Schmid. Like I've been pretty uh, yeah. um, all over him for a long time now. If he just went because he played well here last year, and I think he actually finished sixth. Um, if he went and kind of tore it up here after weeks of showing it and promising to do it and not doing, it when I had my money on, I'd be pretty upset. Um, but yeah. can't back them all it's so, what mate you can't There's how and, and and um and, um, and Schmid yeah. the people to kind of talk about and mm-hmm. the other one semi cow I think is just improving um, yeah. No. yeah 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 he
1: yeah man like this is another really talented player that could just light it up yeah. he's gone Full- low fourth
0: after 54 holes last week was really impressive for me hadn't like he's obviously we know what he's about on japan tour but he hasn't translated that to this stage yet until last week um fell away in the final round but he fell away from fourth to 30th by shooting a 72 i always find that funny i know you have to go low in these events but um when it's such a big drop for kind of a a couple over par um Always catches my
1: I'm also wondering how he's got status and how why he's why he's in this event.
0: Why, why he, is he in this event? Did did Japanese players get? Was it a certain order of merit that he got in? Um, oh, seriously, I
1: thought that was to do um, an affiliation with the DP World Tour, not the PGA Tour. I'm entirely sure. I'm, I don't know. He's here, and I don't I know, yeah, no, I'm glad he's here. Like, I'm not. Don't get me wrong, I'm loving it. I'm just yeah. out of curiosity,
0: wondering why he's here. Yeah, um, um, I should probably ask more of those questions myself, but I just. I just love him. <laughs> one.
1: No, he's there. Um uh, Matthew's there. Uh, Matthew's there. But yeah, he's good. Could definitely one to
0: watch this week. So I think that is it. So I will summarise my picks. So I've gone with Thorbjorn Olsson um, in the Dubai and Classic at thirty-three to one. Laurie Cantor at fifty to one. Ferguson. Let's go with sixty-six to one. The bigger places. One hundred twenty-five to one with Del Rey. One hundred twenty-five to one with How Tom Lee. Um, your picks in the dividers and class line.
1: Right, I've gone for Adrian Marunk, uh, 22 to 1, six places, Sky Bet. Uh, Laurie Cantor, 50 to 1, six places, that's Bet Fred, alternative place market. I've gone Hautong Lee, 125 to 1, eight places, Labridge can boost that to 140. Um, I'm also taking Hautong Lee, first round leader. And then I'm going to take Joshua Grenville Wood, top 40 and first round leader.
0: Going, going full leave for the week is quite scary, but also very scary. Um, definitely the week to do definitely it? All in <laughs> um, American Express, Sun M., 22 to 1. Uh, Taylor Montgomery, 50 to 1. Hadwin, 50 to 1 of the extra places. Uh, Akshay Batia, 60 to 1. And Van Royen, I think, is now um, kind of best price, 90 to 1 of the extra places at 8 places. So that's it for me. Over so to you for the Amex. So, so the
1: Amex, on have gone Sungjae Im, um, 22 to 1, 6 places. That's Fred alternative places. Um, and I've gone JT Poston, 33 to 1, 6 places. I think that's with Sky or it could be with Unibet. Um, then Harrison, Endicott, 200 to 1, 10 places. Ladbrokes, you can boost that to 225 to 1. And
0: then Chan Kim, top 40. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, like it. Um, excited about this week. Two good events. Enjoy them. Um, Looking forward to some good betting value. And um, Brad, just as we're um, signing off here, I'll let you check the football score. Um, oh, no, don't, don't. And, and, and I won't tell you about it. You can just tell me about it afterwards. Um, oh, okay, yeah. But yes.
1: Not fun being a West Ham fan.
0: Not fun being a West Ham fan. It's even worse being a Forest fan who's going to get relegated because of a financial fair play. <laughs> yeah, it
1: could be worse. It could it be could worse.
0: Be. <laughs> um Brad, lovely as ever, mate. Uh, good luck this week and I shall speak to you during a week.